Luke today. For behold, some who are last will be first, and some who are first will be last. From this week, Matthew, from Wednesday's Mass, thus the last will be first, and the first will be last. And from Thursday's Mass, many are invited, but few are chosen. There is a heresy called universalism that has infected parts of the Church. What is universalism? It is the belief that everyone will be saved. It seems very clear from our Gospel reading and from the two short comments I read from Matthew's Gospel that universalism is not correct. To put it simply, the problem of universalism is that it goes against the actual words of Jesus. He makes it clear in these verses that there are those who will not enter heaven. There are consequences to our actions or inactions that mark our eternal destiny. Let me put it bluntly. There is a hell, and there are those who will find themselves there for all eternity. And Jesus seems to be saying that there will be more people in hell than there will be in heaven. Many are invited, but few are chosen. There is simply no way to sugarcoat the reality of hell. Yet there are those who are trying to, are still trying to say that because God is a merciful God, he would not leave anyone condemned to hell for all eternity. This is not understanding who God is. Let me be clear. If you agree with this idea, you are not standing in the tradition, the traditional church's teaching. I have heard reports of priests who preach in favor of universal, universalism. They are wrong if they do so. This is an extremely dangerous heretical position. Denying hell puts you at extreme risk of ending up there, even if you don't believe it exists. Because of this, there is a correct, was a correction made in the Eucharistic prayers when the new Roman Missal was produced. It had to do with the words of consecration over the wine. In part, in part, the priest said, which will be poured out for you and for all for the forgiveness of sins. What was changed was for all to for many. I have unfortunately heard one priest smash this all together and said, for many and for all. I do not want to get bogged down in the discussion of liturgical abuse, but a priest who is doing what I just described is not doing a good service to the people of God. The people of God have a right to the Mass done correctly. As an aside, if you see me doing something that you think is wrong in mass in the Mass, I expect you to tell me. We can talk it out and figure out which one of us needs to adjust our thinking and actions. But back to the main point of the, for the day. Is it possible to end up in hell for all eternity? Yes. There is a real threat to our destiny that we will end up in hell and away from the blessings of God. Look at the warning in the Gospel today where Jesus says, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. And these, pe these will be people who have had some contact with the church and Jesus, but they will find themselves outside of the kingdom of God. Our society today, in general, does not want to admit that there are eternal consequences for our actions. So much of our world does not even want to acknowledge that there is anything like heaven or hell, or if there is, the only reality is heaven. Do not be fooled. Heaven is easily available to us, but there is a risk of failing to draw near to God. A failure on this point is a failure that will land you for eternity in hell. According to our gospel today, there will be people who think they are fine and in a relationship with God, 
but will find themselves on the outside when judgment comes. The prophet Micah gives us the best advice from Scripture. You have been told, O mortal, what is good, and what the Lord requires of you, only to do justice, and to love goodness, and to walk humbly with your God. Humility is not a virtue in our world today. I think it is somewhat misunderstood as well as being ignored. It does not mean being walked on, allowing self, oneself to be put down. It means standing in the truth and knowing that the truth does not come from ourselves, but is an absolute that comes from God. There are those who would tell us we are wrong to speak about absolute truth when it comes to things like morality and God. But just as one plus one equals two, there are several truths that we can disregard at our own eternal risk. We must strive to enter through the narrow gates. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, your warnings can sound terrifying, but we trust that you have spoken the truth. Help us to embrace the fullness of the truth that you have revealed. You have revealed the love and mercy of your Father. Yet you have also warned us that we are called to holiness and we must live in holiness to be able to approach you. You give us strength to be holy by the presence of your Holy Spirit. Help us to rely on these gifts poured out on us with the generosity that only you have. This is the way we can dare to draw near. This is the way we can hope that we will not only strive here on this earth in your holiness, but that we will live in that holiness for all eternity. Finally, Lord, we pray for those who do not understand the call to holiness that you have given and, the and that it requires something of us. Especially, Lord, we pray for those in our own families who seem not to care about the call to holiness in the call to be transformed by the power of your love and mercy. Help us all to find you, to live in your grace and your holiness, now and for eternity. Amen.